Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington, Jr. Today's episode is brought to you by StonehillWealthManagement.com. Today, Philip talks about intuitive trend following. Philip Washington, Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now, here's Philip. We are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple, brought to you by Stonehill Wealth Management and WealthBuildingMadeSimple.us. At Stonehill, we manage money and provide investment advice in the context of this fast-moving world. Uh, Wealth Building Made Simple is a platform that I use to get out my thoughts to pay subscribers uh, who just want to be up to date on what's going on in the world and the market. So check them out, Stonehill. You can go to StonehillWealthManagement.com. Wealth Building Made Simple is WealthBuildingMadeSimple.us. Now, oh, by the way, if you have not liked or subscribed to the podcast, whether it's YouTube, Spotify, and or Apple Podcasts, please do so now. Pause. Go do it. We appreciate you. All right. Before we get into the, the, the D topic, I want to just cover one thing, right? Because it's something that I thought about over Thanksgiving break in a conversation with, I don't know if it was a, I don't remember who it was. It was somebody, a friend or family member, I don't remember. Uh, but it's just a note on the the path that caring what other people think leads you down when it comes to wealth building, meaning... Uh, the path to wealth building requires like prioritization, right? You you prioritize your resources. And if you prioritize other people's opinion of you, it leads you to use your resources in ways that might not, that probably a lot of times don't align with where you're looking to go. I'm going to give a practical example. Um the clothes we wear or the car that we that we drive, right? There's nothing wrong with wearing nice clothes or driving nice cars, right? There's nothing wrong with overspending on that if that's because it's your life. You get to express your life the way you want to. Uh, but it, it creates a uh, a blockage or a slower path to wealth if if the other people's opinions of you is prioritize the head of your goal and and their opinion of you causes you to use those resources that slow that's that slow up getting your goal or, or set a different way right um yeah if you're trying to get rich and get wealthy um and and you understand the magic of compound interest the more money you have compounding for you the faster you achieve wealth right so if you can care less about other people's opinion of you then you get to your goal faster, whatever that might be, um, if you remove their opinions of you, right? Uh, and I think that's that sounds super simple in application. It's what the millionaire mind is all about or the millionaire next door is all about. It's what Warren Buffett represents. It's what every successful person that walks to the beat of their own drum represents. You, you get moments where 
especially in your life, this is just this is just maybe it's, it's been most of my life where I'm working to do something, and th there are people in my life that judge me where I where I appear to be right now because they don't have insight into my mind of where I'm going and why I'm doing what I'm doing. Uh, but but the, I you know I have a lot of confidence in my process, and then and then right and then you get there and people look back and go. Oh man, that looked easy for you. That looked effortless for you. That looked whatever. And this it goes, yeah, because I don't, I don't let anybody's opinion affect where I'm going in the moment because I know where it's ended up. And that's that's what I've seen with tons and tons of uh, very successful, very wealthy people. And so just applying to money uh, helps. It also helps you when you're going through the process and you don't care about other people's judgment of you financially. You can be happier, right? You can be happier. You can be happy re-wearing the same shirt that people seen you in right you can be happy you know driving a paid off car that may have a few issues right but like it gets you where you want to go right and that freedom that peace of mind to to detach yourself from how people think of you and be able to be happy and maintain I and mean, that's freedom like it you 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 no longer need to be impatient about your wealth to come because you're like ah, i got the feeling now uh, I feel independent. I feel free. I feel secure. Right. Uh, those are all feelings that you rob that you rob yourself of when you uh, change your perspective to uh, to other people caring about you. And then and then what what and then as you do that more, you actually realize nobody's really judging you. That was you. That was that was in your own mind, right? You were walking around thinking other people are judging what you wear, what you drive, but it really was just you, right? There might be a few people that in the moment might do it temporarily, but they're really not thinking about you that much. You know what I mean, right? And then and then the the, the few that end up um, that that do judge you and that are judging you, and again, maybe I'm off on this, maybe there's a lot more people judging you what you think, but I'm speaking from, from the perspective of in my world, right, nobody judges me in my world when I'm in that space because it doesn't bother me. And if they are, it doesn't really matter because some somebody who is in that moment judging somebody else is not doing it from a happy place. And so do I really want to connect to somebody when they're seeing me in a not happy place? No, right? I I'm fine to connect with them when they move out of that place, you know, but when they're in that place, I don't want to really connect with them because they're negative and they're a negative Nancy, right? And I only want to entertain positive Phillips, positive Pete's. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the topic at hand. Um, so today we are talking about briefly um, uh, market trends, right? Trend following, if you will, which is a it's a well-known, successful investment strategy that is typically applied to uh, using a, a what is it, quantitative data, right? You 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 find some sort of moving average or some momentum momentum-based trading system, and then you trade using that process. That's trend following, right? It's a it's a process that has been used for generations um um mean going back you know probably centuries if if you if you really go back and do a deep study i forget the book that i read that did it was like 800 years of trend following um but it 
it looked at different markets over a period of time uh, for trend following. But uh, what's interesting about the method, and I do trend following a different way than what the hardcore technical analysis used for trend following, uh, and I'll get into that. But uh, the interesting part about trend following is it's rooted in principles that operate everything, right? The universe trends in cycles. The galaxy trends in cycles. Our solar system trends in cycles. Our weather trends in cycles. Atoms, and so does money and market. And so from, from the standpoint of a market, I think of a trend as more of a change in the mindset of the market, right? When you think about it that way, it helps it make more sense. And so as the mindset of the market changes, so does his manifestations, right? Just like a person, right? A person in a certain mindset is going to manifest certain things in their life, right? If you have a poverty mindset, you're going to continue to manifest lack in your life. If you have a abundance mindset, a wealth mindset, you manifest money, right? And so in the mind of a in the mind of a market, right? If it, as the as the as the market changes its mind on different things, you have an evolution of ideas, right? An upgrade of ideas around all the same areas of life that humans have always operated on, right? So so we've always, you know, you can probably nail it down to like food, uh, shelter, entertainment, right? Communication, right? Those are kind of the four main pillars of society, but we continue, the market continues to evolve its mind around those core ideas. And as its mind evolves, it old dies, old ideas die off, new ideas are birth, and then that gap is profit, right? So I, I call, you know, when, when you look at old ideas, they get sucked into, I call it the black hole of inflation. You know, inflation is when th the value of your assets don't keep pace with the cost of living. And so, for example, if you own coal mining stocks for the last decade, uh, for, I mean, probably for more than a decade, your value got sucked away, got eroded by inflation because those are, the the market changed its mind on those assets being relevant in the current world that we are living in today. And the new ideas are also birthed. And as the market gives attention to those new ideas, turns its awareness towards those, towards those new ideas, they mature, right? The way a son matures life on the planet. And so investors and entrepreneurs who are sensitive to the mindset change of the market have the potential to ride the wave of like big profits because an entrepreneur and an investor that's in tune with the market ideas they they become like cooperative components uh, in bringing the market's kids to life. Right? I call them I call the ideas their children. Right, and so an entrepreneur says, "All right, this is what the market is feeling. This is what the market is desiring. These are the 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 baby ideas of the market. Let me feed the kids. Right, let me build a business around this new way of doing food, this new way of entertainment, this new way of shelter, this new way of communication." You know, um, let me invest in those new ideas, which let's feed the children, right? And as you feed the children of the market, right, uh, the market rewards you with, with, well, really, you've invested in the kids as they grow up, right? You, you, you are, you get to uh, participate in that, right? And meaning, like, the value of your money gets bigger 
as the children get more mature. And so in trend following, the time periods are plentiful, right? There's, you know, you can you can look at a trend of an hour, of a minute, of a day, of a week, of a year, of a generation, right? But you can simplify it. And I like to look at short-term, mid-term, long-term, and super long-term, which short-term might be days to months, mid-term might be months to years, long-term, years to decade, super long-term or decades, right? So in this example, for the trend following that I look at, I'm talking specifically of long-term and super long-term trends, right? Major market shifts in the market's mindset because that is, I'm a, I'm a big proponent of supply and demand. And so I like to play where others don't want to play, right? If there's a box, I just want to go play outside the box because most people are going to want to play in the box. There's very few who want to go outside the box. But if you can go outside the box and and you can withstand the pressure of being outside the box, going back to what I said in the beginning, withstanding peer pressure, if you can go outside the box, outside of the majority of people's understanding, right, and you can uh, begin to sense where the world is going, right? That's huge profits because you're you're only it's not hard to see with an open mind where the world is going. The toughest part about being outside the box is the pressure of the world, right? So when you're outside the box, natural people who think with reason, which is in the box thinking, right? That's called in the box thinking using reason, right? Looking at what is and projecting that forward, right? Thinking outside the box is like imagination. So if you're outside the box, a, there's lots of distractions, right? Um, and so, um, so that's one option, right? But you can manage those. You can manage those distractions by remembering if you're in imagination, and you in imagination that the way you navigate is based on like how how you feel, right? So inside imagination, you have thoughts and ideas that don't feel good, that feel pessimistic, right? So outside imagination would be. Uh, outside imagination and a bad feeling thought would be, all right, AI. I understand AI is going to be the future, but I'm looking at AI and I'm going, it's going to destroy the world. It's going to take over the world. We're going to have Terminator, you know, situation. And so, cool, like you've embraced the idea of AI, but you totally went negative, right? You, <laughs> right, that's that's a path in the wrong direction of where the progress is going in the world, right? So now people are going, AI is going to take our jobs, take over the world. Well, this is the same thing they said, like, this is where the racism, you know, and, and, all, those, and all those things came from previous things. Like, we're going to have racism against tech and animals, right? People people fear the unknown, and that's where I'm going with it is, um, uh, yeah, another one, Steve's hyping it up, self-checkout is going to destroy jobs. Side note, I, I literally saw a uh, um, a post with these moms that were, or they could have been dads. It was just a parent group that were mad at grocery stores for using self-checkout. Uh, and they were saying, we're going to stop you. You know, these should be jobs for our kids to learn. And I'm like, A, your kids don't want those jobs. <laughs> you know, B, there's more interesting things that they can do where they can make a lot more money. Like in, in a world where it's well known that kids are making lots of money playing video games, colleges are giving scholarships for playing video games. I'm using that as an example because it used to be an outrageous idea. Now it's a real idea. I'm saying, no, like why would a kid go work at a grocery store if they can go make money playing a video game? You know what I mean? Like I don't, 
that's just that's an example of uh, limited trap thinking, right? Being trapped in a box thinking, and that's my that's my point in it. Let me let me zoom out because I win the I win the weeds on that. So when you're in imagination, right, you navigate it based on like, do my ideas feel bad or do my ideas feel good, right? And when your ideas feel good, you know you're in the right direction. And it takes a while to train your mind to think that way, right? Because first you got to get out the box. And then when you get out the box, right, then you have to feel your thoughts going negative or feel your thoughts going positive. But once you begin to feel your thoughts going positive outside the box, now you're tapping into useful intuition, right? And you're able to trend follow the way that I say I trend follow, right? Meaning I keep an open mind, an imaginative mind, and then I follow the life-giving thoughts, the positive thoughts, literally, the thoughts that are being burst into the minds of the new generation that are bringing these ideas forward and that are the, the and they're, they're receiving the inspiration and the insights because there were questions asked by previous generations, right? And I don't mean previous generations as just a certain age or number. I mean, like, I mean, like, I'm a previous generation, right? My, the things that I thought were dumb two days ago, right? There's a answer to that question being born in the world somewhere, right? In somebody's mind, right? And so to the, if you have the ability to keep an open mind and then manage your emotions, right? That allows you to, be in tune with the trend. And then when you're in tune with the trend, whatever you look at, you see the solution. So you look at AI, you see the solution. You look at crypto, you see the solution. You look at media and the Hollywood strikes, and then you look at podcasting, you go, that's where the money is going, right? You 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 look at money different, right? You go, you go like a lot of people think money is just some, some static stuff. So you look at the Fed and what they're doing and, you know, uh, uh, um, a reason mind thinks, the dollar is going to be here forever, right? An imaginative mind th- understand that money's not static and it's always changing, right? An imaginative mind with a positive focus says, oh man, this is great, right? Because like the more options for money uh, gives me, I, I don't I don't need to care about what the Fed does, right? Because money can be forms of stock shares. It can be crypto. It can be trading cars. It can be trading cards. It can be sneakers, antique cars. It can be whatever the market of the mind changes his mind too, right? And so you become sensitive to the mind of the market by being open-minded, and then you navigate that sensitivity based on how you feel, and then you can trend follow from an intuitive standpoint, right? Which is outside the realm of like data and other people's opinions or or talking heads, right? You, you're able to listen to more information and... A, a wider, diverse perspective of people's views because you've trained yourself to, all right, the ideas that don't feel good, let that pass through. The ideas that feel good, I'm going to keep. And so, you so you I mean, you literally become more open-minded, right? You become less biased, um, which makes you more intelligent or appear more intelligent. Um, and it helps you grasp better ideas. And so m- my point in saying this is um, trend follow from the standpoint of uh, being intuitive on where the world is going, and and you you I feel like it's a level up of intelligence for like the mindset that has always evolved uh, the species, right? And so, um, yeah, I mean that's that's the point. Intuitive trend following. Maybe I coined a term, but uh, 
that's what that's that's how I like to look at things. It's 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 really tough to to think about certain rules or things that I look at to to build my system for it. I'm looking at everything and I'm feeling my way through it. And is don't get me wrong, I'm not not looking at data. I'm looking at lots more data than most people look at, but I'm filtering the data through uh, whether it's pessimistic or optimistic, right? Um, which a question might come up. Well, Philip, if you're if you're optimistic on everything, how do you protect yourself from, you know, how do you how do you manage risk, diversification, right? S- sizing of the portfolio, um, level level of conviction, right? Uh, going deep and understanding uh, the principles, right? So analytics are important, right? Because principles don't change, right? Bitcoin is just the gold for tech savvy people, right? It's a it's an asset that is. Uh, if you look at what principles made gold gold, it was it couldn't be manipulated by bureaucrats. You know, you look at all the crypto, only crypto that can't be manipulated by bureaucrats is Bitcoin. Ethereum can be manipulated by the bureaucrats of that system, like the rest of them can, right? And then you look at uh, the other component is uh, market belief or uh, buy-in, right? And so, like the the network effect of Bitcoin is big. It's not it's that's a that's like compounding. That just keeps getting bigger and bigger. The more people become aware that Bitcoin can't be manipulated, right? And so, like, and people are getting sucked down that belief system, and it makes it a more firmer goal. So, I did the analytical work to understand it, which was processing data, lots of data, lots of hours of studying blockchain, crypto, Bitcoin. So, you, so you, it's not blindly do it. It's going through the information without resistance, right? Without being afraid that robots are going to take over the world. Anyway, hope this helps. Until next week, y'all enjoy yourself. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.